guys. Happy Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Jason did go today and get his ashes put on. So, um, of course, I'm a good Christian. I got my um, my Jesus marks on here. I don't know exactly what they're for. What are they for? Is that the is this the ashes of Christ? He didn't get burnt, did he? What no, he didn't get burnt. What the <laughs> fuck is burnt. going on? <laughs> You know, I, I've why forgotten he, what all the why is he in ashes? <laughs> Christmas was his birthday. Easter was the day he was resurrected. I'm not sure what the Ash Wednesday is. I'm not sure either. Um, Maybe but, that's the day he was crucified. Regardless, I went to my local Catholic church today and got um and got my Ash Wednesday markings. All right, I don't know what they're for. And the beauty of that is, you're not even Catholic. Not even a damn close bit. Well, kind of close, I guess. Well, they don't ask. My dad's family. Is. You know, you go to a Catholic church, they don't ask. I mean, if you. If you went in as an atheist and sat during the mass and said, "Hey, I want to try that uh, communion wafer," I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it. Yes, I have done exactly that. Sat as an atheist during mass and went up and ate the wafer. Did not know that I was supposed to go. I didn't. Everybody was going in line. I was like, "I guess I go in line." Um, I was, you stick your tongue out or put your hand out? Uh, yeah, I did. I stuck my hand. You give me that fucking thing. I took a bit. I took a bite of it and threw it on the ground. <laughs> Did you really? And you my, threw away a communion and wafer. And my friend's mom lost her shit. Sure she did. That's the body of Christ. I was like 14 years old. I was wearing a bad religion shirt. If you read the, they had all the titles of all their songs on them. And you know, some of their songs are like, fuck Jesus. You know, shit like that. Like, so like if someone would have read that, there already would have been mixed messages. Oh, you would have got a fucking, and, uh, you would have got a yeah, uh, exorcism I just, right there. I didn't there. know what was going on. I just remember that they were all, you know, in line or they were gathering in line. And I thought, well, they're all going. <laughs> why shouldn't I go? And I went. The priest and, is drinking. Yeah, and they gave me the, the little cracker, and I took a bite of it, and I went, ugh. It's virtually no flavor. It, it, it tastes like you're eating a piece of paper. I was probably trying to be a rebellious 15-year-old. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was probably built in at somewhere or another. You know, but, I mean, I'm Catholic, kind of, now. Mm-hmm. But I think it would have been so funny if you would have walked up there literally with, like, you know, hidden down here a, a small slice of cheese. Mm-hmm. And when he handed you the cracker, you know, you put the piece of cheese. It would have been better if it was cheese whiz. You <laughs> shook it up. <laughs> See, normally, this, you just stick your tongue out up. and the priest sticks it right For one thing, tongue. I am not doing anything sticking my tongue out around priest. All right. I, I, you, they have no interest in you. You're a grown man. <laughs> well, I can find one of those backwards priests that likes the old men. You know what I mean? I like, think, I've never heard of that. I haven't either, but I'm sure they exist. I mean, every form of priest exists, right? I would think. Every form of everything exists. Yeah. Everything. No, 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 Speaking no. of which. I've never met a good smelling Indian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, guys. I've met, I've met many Indian people that have no smell whatsoever, just uh, like, you know, Nepalese. other people. Yeah. That's about it. Anyways, let's move on. All right. Uh, and saying, speaking of, you know, there's a different kind of everything. Uh, I've got cuck plans again with the nightgown couple. Damn right. You know, not only do you have cuck plans, you have cuck anniversary plan that's the part that's really fucking with me now i told myself after brett fucking berated me and said you know you brent. Ro- let's call brent. him brent you know we're that's his, what i say brett yeah we're, we're his friends so we're gonna use his real name i did i say brett yeah i do it all the time okay when brent I, said in fact you know, brent, i robbed this guy brent change your name to brett all right oh, i don't need that in yeah uh, get rid of the end brent's uh, like a, an old hippie name we always remember the brett we never remember the hey, brent this is love child this is brent mm-hmm. you know all right, so he berated me and said that I robbed this guy of uh, of the, uh, you know, he did give me credit too, but said that I robbed this guy. So this time I said, damn it, when this happens again, I'm spitting on the dude. I'm yeah. calling him names. I'm throwing shit at him. As you should. I'm kicking the cock cage mm. once or twice. No, I told you you should buy a rake. <laughs> Just fuck. Yeah, hit him, in, hit him in this cock cage with a rake. 
Ooh, I, how about if I take like a racquetball racket mm-hmm. and a big thing of balls, and every time he does something, I'll smack a ball. Oh, that wouldn't be bad. Maybe bring a paint gun. Oh, <laughs> paintball gun. Or a dart gun. Yeah, a dart gun. Just uh, darts. One of those fucking. Uh, oh, no. I'm Just not going to bring darts. Hurt the guy. But uh, they messaged me last Fuck week. Fuck that. Bring Harry guy. Message we'll just me sit Harry guy in the corner, and every yeah, time he, he won't creep by. Throw no, he won't creep by. You'll you'll do the cream pieing. <laughs> He'll just sit in the corner, and uh, every time this guy acts up or he needs a dart thrown at him, Harry guy will get him with the fucking bullseye because he ain't missing. This guy's a pro, apparently. I think he's missing. You think uh, so? I don't know. Yeah, I'll tell Harry you. guy was out on a nice romantic dinner last night. I saw at he, the revolving he knocked restaurant. Knocked it out of the park. He knocked it out of the park. Did he end it with a cream pie? No. Ah, oh, you pussy. Not my thing. Not my. Thing. All right. So anyway, God, they messaged me a gay. week or two ago. Hey. Come back in town, love you to come over, blah, blah, blah. And I said, this time, I actually felt like, all right, I've got redemption now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything that I was supposed to do the first time. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be nervous. Um, they said, yeah, we're coming in town for our anniversary. So Love weird. to have you over. So, so fucking I weird. mean, like I said last night, it's weird for multiple reasons. All right. First thing, why why would you want to spend your anniversary in a cock cage? 28th anniversary. 20, oh, God damn. That's a long time. Uh, all right. So th- this guy's wanting to spend his anniversary his special day, as maybe some people would say, um, wearing a cock cage while you fuck his wife and be mean to him. <laughs> yeah. And she throws pillows and shit at him. I don't get it, man. Yeah, I, don't, I'm star- I get Oof. these people less and, and less you know every what, time what I talk What makes even less sense, as I was telling you last night, is you, anniversary you would think would be a big deal. And you underperformed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, maybe the lady enjoyed you. Who knows? But as far as the for their complete fantasies, you underperformed the first time, yet you are not only getting invited back, <coughs> but you're getting invited back for the big 28th anniversary yeah. show, you know? And it's weird. God, that's weird. It is, right? They have children, too, right? Grandchildren. Grandch- I just want to tap their son on the shoulder and go, your dad's a bitch. And your mom's a wh- and your mom's a whore. <laughs> not a whore. Yeah, she just likes what she likes. But the whole thing is... When they told me it was their anniversary, I'm sitting there thinking, wow. You know, the plot thickens. It gets fucking weirder. Um, you got to stop with that. They like what they like thing. Because, I mean, you could say that about Jeffrey Dahmer. It doesn't make it, you know. Yeah, but am I now going to be like balls deep going, looking over at the guy going, happy anniversary, bro. Oh, as you should be. I'm going to. Yeah, it's happy anniversary. I'm going to do all that. Bro. Bitch. I think bitch is the word. Bitch. Okay. Yeah, happy I, anniversary, bitch. I thought of calling him uh, sissy. Sissy boy. Well, that was her name for him. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I, I mean, if that's. I think you should take my advice. What's your advice? Bring the gerbil. I'm not shoving anything up his ass. You don't have to shove it up his ass. You say, here's a gerbil, shove it up your ass, bitch. There was never anything mentioned of Who a gerbil. Who cares? He's wanting dominated, dude. What's more dominated than have someone make a make you shove a gerbil up your ass? Dude, I actually thought, you know, I thought of spitting on him and doing all mm-hmm. that. I thought of literally backing up to his face and farting on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. I'm doing it. But the whole point is now, being their anniversary, it's even fucking weirder. Yeah, I thought to myself, hey, wouldn't it be funny if I was on the downstroke and I had to fart and I got up and I just went over held his head back there? I mean, it'd be funny. but (laughs) If I have one in the chamber, I'm going to do it. I'm not exactly sure that's what they're looking for. Well, I'm not. I'm still not going to come on him. Yeah. But I will spit on him. Yeah. And you said you thought about coming on your hand and smacking him in the face. That I could do. What I thought about doing is actually... uh, the old Spider-Man. Give him uh, the Spider-Man. Cream pie in the broad. Oh, yeah. Scooping it up. and Oh, oh that wouldn't be know? bad. Yeah. No, I could understand that. Way that way it gets a little quim yeah, in there, it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a little quim. Uh, or you said come in her mouth and make her spit it in his face. That would be good, too. That wouldn't be bad. Um, gross. But uh, Or make him snowball. 
Ooh. <laughs> That's a possibility. <laughs> the whole point is, hey, no, come on her ass and make him felch it out. <laughs> make him felch her come out. Ooh, that's, and so I should take a straw. Crazy straw. <laughs> so he has to wash it. I'll go to fucking a big boy and get one. I'll go to fresh it. Make it a thin one so he has to suck real hard. He has those oh cheeks all sunken in. See, and he's sucking a felch. The possibilities fucking, are endless here. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that, I don't know. I, I as funny as that would be, I don't think I'd want to witness someone sucking cum out of someone's ass. Um, I'm not sure. You know, in the live action scene, it might be different, but uh, I wouldn't think off the top of my head that'd be something I'd be interested in. No. But for a giggle, I'm interested in different things for a giggle than I would be sexually, obviously. Well, first of all, the thing about it is I'm not sure she goes full-blown anal. Oh, well. And I would hate to go there with that expectations and then be true, disappointed. True, true, true. Well, I mean, you can felch out of a pussy, I guess. Yeah, you could. I mean, that's... But I, I thought it'd be, the, I thought, I kind of like your idea of you know, oh, yeah. throwing it at him. Smash, smack him in the face with that. Yeah, farting on him. Shop. This time I'm taking the booze. Terrible. I'm taking the alcohol. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the beer, too. Of course. Take I'm gonna, everything. Take his I'm going to walk in there with a styrofoam <laughs> empty cooler. Yeah. I'm going to dump their contents of their cooler into my cooler, put yeah. the Jaeger in there, and walk with it when and I then, And then grab his left shoe. <laughs> just fuck him. Just take his left shoe. Just one shoe. I think as I leave, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, I'll probably throw in a couple more happy anniversaries and then just walk over and give him a medium sized toe right to the cage. That wouldn't be bad either. Just kick him right in his dick cage. Later, you fucking worthless bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I leave. Scene over. I open the door back up. See you guys next time. See you guys. Hey, good time, guys. <laughs> Nice meeting you. <laughs> Good time. So yeah, it's weird that it's uh, their anniversary weekend and they're coming here to watch her get fucking you know bore out. But I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. What else do I got to do? I, to me, this is redemption. Uh, you're a redemption story, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the life of a cuck, you, you, you're, um, or the life of a bull, I should say. You know, the cuck is different. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're trying to get down your story. On my phone, I have queued up and ready. Redemption song by Bob Marley. You're going to hit it as soon as it does. (laughs) As I spit on him. Redemption song. (laughs) I don't think that's what Bob was talking about. No, but it still fits my purposes. You know, that's the thing, though, with Bob Marley. And this movie, I don't know, that's coming out about him. I'm really apprehensive to watch it. I've always been a Bob Marley fan. But um, Bob Marley slung dick. I mean that guy. Oh, he had a lot of kids, didn't he? Dick all over the world, different yeah. women and stuff. Now yeah. his his main squeeze at home was Rita or whatever, and he had you know the majority of his Ziggy's, kids. Ziggy's yes, mom, the yeah. majority of the kids with her, I believe. But um, and she's the one that's in charge of this movie, her and the kids and stuff. And you think they're really out there putting that in the movie? Bob just slinging dick. Oh, I'm sure. Like uh, Damien's mom was like a beauty queen in England. Um, I mean, they're all over the fucking place. This guy was just slinging it. Well, he was the, he was the original reggae peace and love hippie man. He was so maybe redemption that message song was huge around there. Redemption song was about his second fuck. You know what I Could mean? Have been. You know that first one he didn't it's deliver be about mine. He yeah he tried to you know make it about freedom and whatnot and black people, but whatever man. He it was really just about his redemption on a fuck once. You know he's visiting the Queen of England or whatever and didn't fuck her right the first time. Yeah, he couldn't get it up. Yeah, good for Bob. Uh, you know what? Died of toe cancer. I'm a Bob Marley fan. I think if you appreciate music, you got to be a Bob Marley Marley fan. fan. I mean, you could be sick of some of his songs at this point because he only has a a limited catalog and it's been played a million fucking times. But 
Yeah, you can't dislike Bob Marley if you like reggae at well, all. Well, yeah, no. And you know what? The thing about it, even if you don't like reggae, you got to appreciate the guy and, you know, what he did. And, I and his. I like his music. I mean, he's got, he's like the fucking, he's like Michael Jackson. He's got a vault full of shit that never got released. I mean, how how, how different can a reggae song sound? You know what I mean? How, yeah, there, yeah, there's only so much the reggae music. Yeah. There's, yeah, a lot of that kind of music. But I don't know if but this then again, movie's I, for I, me. There's probably nuances that you don't know. I mean, it's the same thing, like, if I was the... Or if you were to listen to punk music that I listened to, you'd be like, this all sounds the same. Where I'm like, this, you know, Lawrence Arms sounds nothing like against me. This sounds nothing yeah. like, you know, the next band I listen to. And to, to me, I see all the nuances and everything because it's my style of music. I wonder if reggae is probably the same kind of thing, but I, I, but for someone that's also it was in the reggae pretty hard for a while, I don't see. I mean, there's artists that I like and don't, but it's usually based specifically just on the voice. You know, it that's seems about to me. It. it seems to me that it would take about two weeks to learn how to play a steel drum real good. Oh, steel drum? Nah, it doesn't seem like much to it. No, those things are tough, dude. Well, it's tough, you know, where to hit it and all. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, it's not like a guitar or anything. Yeah, still now, I, mean? all I think it would maybe take two weeks to learn how to play reggae music on a guitar. It's all just easy upstrokes. That's it. But like um, ska music, same thing, right? Well, ska music's just a faster reggae. That's, yeah, they're they're literally the same music, just sped up. I I just don't know if that movie looks entertaining to me. It looks corny. Yeah. That's my problem with it. It doesn't look like it's going to be a good movie. I'll, I'll still watch it. I like Bob Barley. But I'll watch it too because yeah. I want to hear the music all but the way. With that through. being said, I never got around to watching the Elton John movie i've never got around to watch you know quite a few movies so maybe you know what i hate i I hate when they make the movie and they've done this with a few people uh great singers over the years but then when they play all the background hits that they did Mm -hmm. they don't use the originals they use a new person singing them and i'm like i hope they don't do that i would imagine that's probably only unauthorized music that's what i'm thinking you know what i mean make a movie but we're not willing to give you the rights to well not only that but we're we don't want you to make the movie you know what i mean so we're not going to give you the rights to our song because you're going to put us in a bad light so but they play the songs anyway well yeah but you can play them sung by somebody else yeah you just can't play the original yeah i guess you don't need proof to you don't need permission to cover a song i don't think so i I don't know how that works exactly but i mean it's it's different anyways yeah I, i don't think that's possible because you'd have to go to every little bar and club in every little city and say, hey, you're under arrest. I just don't like none of these movies. They show you like the cool parts. You know what I mean? I want to see Elton John doing cocaine and blowing dudes. That's what I want to see in an hey, Elton John movie. Yeah, the fucking Liberace thing? Yeah. Oh, man. The, like five minutes into the movie, he's bent over getting railed in the ass by Matt Damon. Yeah, but I don't care about Liberace. But the whole point is they did it real. Yeah, yeah, no. I you know, they, well, here's how he lived. That was HBO, you know? right? He lived getting fucked in the ass. Plus, Matt Damon Actually, would do anything to fuck someone in this. Yeah. He was a uh, uh, he was verse. Liberace was verse. I would think all bottom. He did some fucking too. Oh yeah, Emer- yeah. he was the emergency type. You think? No, I a, think he enjoyed it. A voluntary I think he, type. He preferred taking, but every now and then, it, when he was in a given mood, he gave. Well, Brett, Brent, sorry, I did the same thing you did. Um, Brent claimed that they all prefer taking over giving. They just won't admit it. I would just. Uh, how do you get by the pain part? I like a set of anal beads or a small finger. Yeah. But a couple times, uh, uh, there's been a girl over the years that tried to put maybe two fingers up. Yeah, but is any, it, is the it, pain is a sharp Is pain. it any different than girls fucking a big dick? At first, it hurts, and then it doesn't kind of thing? I think I the know. vagina stretches a lot more well, than the Well, the ass. vagina stretches and lubricates, so yeah. I mean, there's double good there. But but the whole point is, the you know, it's like, hey, she's got her pinky in my ass, and I'm not opposed. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, another finger slides in, and the pain is like getting stabbed. You're like, oh, yeah. it hurts so fucking bad. Well, it's because the, the seal's never been broken. Maybe the second time, it don't hurt. 
But and it goes back to my argument that I've been making on this podcast for a hundred years. I've I've shit this big around and it didn't fucking kill me. Yeah, but I I, I argue that shit can get compacted. You know what I mean? So like, can a dick. Not as much. There's only so much give, especially to a rock hard and yeah. And you know I think what I mean? we determined that going in and going out are two different things. All that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like those uh, whatever they're called. The uh, you know, it's like this. You know, that way's not much, but this way, ooh. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I forget what they call that, but yeah. All right. So, anyway, the Bob Marley movie. Um, I care. You know what I think? I think Mr. Burt needs to do a review of the movie. <laughs> Mr. Burt. Because every movie he's I don't been feel on. I like that's a been, Mr. Burt kind of movie. Oh, he's honestly. been dead on everything. Oh, it's right on. Oh, no. Mr. Burt's a great reviewer. Sex and drugs and music. Well, but I don't know if the sex and drugs are going to be in it. That's what the I'm saying. The drugs will be well, in it. Well, pot. That's not drugs. Well, no, but back I mean, back then it was. I guess. In his heyday, ooh, he smokes pot. He's on that reefer. He's on the reefer, man. They man. made a movie about it, Reefer Madness. Yeah, that was from the 40s and 30s or whatever. He, that like, was from the 50s or 60s. Okay, whatever, dude. The same thing to me. And <laughs> that's where you just smoke weed and kill people and shit. They were trying to scare people. Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah, hey, I love that one. That was a good one. It's too bad I've never found any weeds that did that. Hey, by the way, I smoked that Super Joint uh, during the Super Bowl, and I got high, but it was nothing was it? Nothing too. Re- I mean, it was good. It was really good. But I wonder if he skimped on the diamond. A little I don't bit. think so. I think my tolerance is just stupid because everybody else that took it was like, "God damn," you know what I mean? Yeah, I know somebody. And I was expecting that, and I, I got like, "Ooh, this is really good," but I didn't get like, "Oh, this is overwhelming" kind of thing. You know? Now what that I mean? was a lot of weed. Did you smoke that whole joint in the course of the Super Bowl? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. not a lot of weed to a pot smoker. No, it was just a regular joint. I mean, if it, if it wasn't special, I would have smoked it one sit. I mean, I would have smoked it in one. I could have done four of those in a really. Uh, yeah, I could do one a quarter there. Well, I, I thought for, that was a lot, especially of for the Super Bowl, man. Come on, let's well, let's talk about Super Bowl oh. a little bit. Um, start from the beginning. Wasn't crazy about the Reba uh, national anthem. Uh, I'm not crazy about Reba, so it, see, you know, I'm not either. It's whatever, but <clears throat> she's an old lady with a, a, I guess, a pretty voice for her style of music and everything. But yeah. that's not exactly. For one thing, the national anthem is one of those songs where. I, I've watched it a million times, and I've been like uh, amused twice. You know what I mean? Well, not amused. Yeah. I've been amused more than that because you're amused every time. But I mean, poorly. sometimes but I've when been like, you can I, feel it. I've been blown away from it twice. Stapleton, I, uh, Stapleton, and Whitney Houston. I think it literally ends there. Yeah. Those two are the only two I've ever seen it where I'm like, God damn, that was cool. You know, you, but you actually felt the the what what they were talking about. You're what, like, you get a little chilly. You well, know, you chills didn't feel and, like you're going through the motions. That right. was the most thing. You've heard this song so many goddamn times, and so many people sing it, and, and good singers sing it. But I mean, it's in the end it's still that fucking boring dumb song yeah. so whatever um so yeah i agree so with you, the whitney reba, and the stapleton reba didn't do shit for me but whatever uh, I, I didn't expect reba to do shit um yeah. then they play that other song now the black national anthem whatever which whatever I, that I I, i'm lost there i don't I, get it well i don't have to get it i don't care do your thing but it, it I, has I get more always of a, been the national anthem the black national anthem they put it in there some years ago and well, decided hey this the, is our national after anthem. all the civil unrest and stuff it became a thing but um well, it's always been a song. The song was written in 1900. No, the song's always been a thing. Just no one cared before. Just like yeah. Juneteenth has always been a th- well, not always, but it's been a thing for a long time. Yeah. But it just became a big thing in the last like five years. Um, my point more with that was the bout of people that bothers. Like there's such bullshit before the the show, and you know you got nine hours of just like blah going on before the, the Super game Bowl was hits. Five and a half hours long. Yeah, well, that game was super long. But um, either way, what I'm saying is that you got such a buildup of all sorts of stupid shit and if you would have read the comments on this 
the second national anthem. Oh, they yeah, play. They, People act like the world was ending because yeah. they played two songs. You know, it's like yeah. who fucking cares? But let me ask and you their this. big and their big thing was uh, all the whites, all the whites, or you know the the racist whites. Anyways, everybody just wrote. I can't understand what they're saying. They, I don't know if they all got together and decided we're going to write this on all the comments because I've seen it everywhere. Can't understand what they're saying. Can't understand what they're saying. And it's like, what are you talking about? The lady spoke fine. Like, you know, and then other people would print the lyrics for them to show them what they, and it was you know, back and forth, just idiots fucking arguing. But why would that bother someone so much? Well, I, I think Especially my, with the pomp and circumstance before that show, it'd be different if they tried to shoehorn it into every fucking show ever. But what, and believe me, this is, it's a different animal, but here's all I'm saying. If let's say three years down the road, mm-hmm. The Mexican community said, well, at the Super Bowl now we want our Mexican national anthem sung too. And then mm-hmm. the Asians. And now we're listening to 20 different songs. I don't care. Hey, I don't uh, want to hear 20 fucking songs. Now, this, this, this is the way I look at sports in general. The game starts at 630. Cool. I don't give a fuck what you do at 615. I get you. You know what I mean? I, get, I agree with that. I, I'm going to tune in at 630. I'm going to watch. What you do before the show, after the show, I don't give a fuck. Do what you do what you want to do. I, I, you know, they're doing it for reasons. I don't care what their fucking reasons are. It doesn't affect my life. You know what? We got three thousand other channels. We got a million other things to do in our lives. If you don't enjoy it, don't fucking watch it. Tune in for the game. You know, I, I'm a sports fan. I'm not a all that other shit fan. That other shit's just there for me to make fun of and have fun with. But yeah, you know, if I don't like it, I just don't watch it. Like, the amount of people like they just act like, oh, the traditions ru-. tradition. Go fuck yourself. Tradition, as Doug Stanhope always said, is dead people's baggage. Go fuck yourself. Tradition. Who well, give a shit what fucking song they play? Um, all in all, I thought it was a pretty good Super Bowl. I mean, the game. The game was excellent, I thought. The game was fantastic. Yeah, the game and, was and when people say, you know. Especially if you're a defensive hey, player. believe me, this, you know, the Chiefs are going to win the whole time because of the fucking Taylor Swift stuff. Well, you're a fucking idiot. All the script people? Uh, bottom line is you got Mahomed. Uh, yeah. San Francisco got Mahomed. And they said, oh, it was set up. Yeah, you know what? I am sure that the league and all of the sponsors – we're crossing their fingers that KC won that game. You know, hey, we can make a lot more money mm-hmm. if KC wins the game. But the bottom line is it wasn't rigged. It wasn't fixed. Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes does and wins. He's the best quarterback in the league. He Period. might end up being the best quarterback ever when it's all said and done. <clears throat> Andy Reid is maybe the best coach ever. Definitely top five coach ever. Definitely yeah. top probably three offensive coach ever. That guy's fucking ridiculous at designing plays and stuff. Um they're fucking good. Their defense is great this year. They got great cornerbacks and a great defensive backfield. They got Chris Jones up the middle. Yeah, they're they're a good fucking team. I didn't think they were going to win the Super Bowl this year, but there's no more no one more clutch than Kansas City. That's no. the problem right now. There is no one more and clutch. Especially they're not the Patrick best team. Mahomes. They're not the best team. They never are. I refuse. When he, when I wouldn't say never. They, there's been times I think, especially when they had Tyreek those years, they might have well. been the best team, but. But they're, there was always another team that was in the argument. Yeah, they're they're not the best team this year. There's no fucking way. But San Fran is the best team. They this win year. when their backs against the wall. Yeah, and, and San Fran shit the bed. And the bottom line is, uh, Mahomes on the twenty five needs a field goal to tie. You knew he was to going win. to it as soon as they but went the up by three. You're is, like, all right, well, this is going to overtime. It's like people constantly, constantly, constantly say, you know. Uh, they, they question this guy and blah, blah, blah. He's going to beat you. If you give him a little tiny window, he's going to beat you. And he's beating you with shit receivers this year. Yes. I mean, he had Kelsey, who's great. But outside of Kelsey, he, you know, the rest of But the I think Rasheed Rice is going to be something all right. in the future. I don't know. If you put him on a team with uh, fucking Justin Fields as his quarterback, is he doing as well? Nope. You know what I mean? Uh, is he good because he's playing with Mahomes? You know, like all those receivers that always play with Brady and then they go somewhere else and never could do shit. Yeah. You know, there's certain. Uh, Amendola. 
Yeah, there's there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a bunch Wes of Walker. Uh, Manning's receivers, with the exception of like Harrison and them. But either way, you, you always have some receivers that are made by the quarterback more than anything. They they can just run a route or do whatever. And who knows about Rice? It's too way way too early in his career. But I'd say fucking Mahomes won with practically nothing besides a defense this year, yeah. and that's that's impressive. Good for him. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the Taylor Swift shit. Who gives a fuck at this point? I'm so sick of hearing about it, one way or the other. I yeah. don't care. Like they don't show her enough in the in the broadcast. The, ball the only reason I'm pissed off about it uh, is because I did make a wager that she'd be wearing a Kelsey jersey, and she was not. Yeah, what was she wearing? Just a Chiefs, just thing? a black halter top. Oh, that's right, she was just wearing yeah, black, wasn't she? Yeah, didn't say Chiefs on it. Didn't say football on it. I think she like flew from fucking Japan, Japan or, like or the, Taiwan or something. Yeah, like, like that, she yeah. she went halfway around the world to be there. So in a private jet and all that, and cool. I mean, oh, but course. yeah, it's a, and then she had to turn around and go back. I think the tour wasn't over. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She was left a tour. Oh, yeah. I, so I don't know. I'm sure she had to go back. All right. So the game, excellent game. Um, now let's talk about the halftime show. Yeah, I, I was going to. I liked half, half of halftime. It. Halftime show was going to be part of my fuck you. Okay. Well, um, let's leave it there. Yeah, but I, I mean. Let's go back. Let's 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 circle back to not about the game per se, but about NFL fans because these could have been my assholes of the year. These fucking script people, the new script conspiracy NFL people, are have to be the most annoying people in the fucking world. All right, yeah, you like you said, uh, Taylor Swift. So the Chiefs have to win because the NFL is going to make them win. Blah blah blah. Shut the fuck up. That game was actually officiated well. Um, there I didn't was, see any. There, there was a couple blown calls on both sides, but missed calls. Missed calls. Yeah, not, yeah, they didn't call a lot of penalties to begin yeah. with. I mean, uh, which I I would prefer missed calls than I would over call. You know what I mean? Too many wrong calls. calls yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought the game was actually officiated pretty well. But these conspiracy fucking people, the retards out there like, well, the colors of the Super Bowl are already tell you the teams that are going to play. You're just like, shut the fuck up. Uh, You know, they they showed it because the Rams and the Bengals were the the same color as the Super Bowl and maybe last year's. And this year it was supposed to be Baltimore and San Francisco. Well, that went wrong, didn't it? But we still are going to stick to it. They're like any other conspiracy people. As soon as their conspiracy is proven to be wrong, they just fucking switch. They just pivot. And they something, ma- they had the, the something else or they, you know, no, it's this because of this, you know, this, this was the plan. And then Taylor Swift, you know, and it's like, shut the fuck up, you nerds. Stop watching yeah. football. It's like the fucking idiots we know that come to the casino and think it's rigged. If you think football's rigged, if you think the casino is rigged, why the fuck are you watching it and wasting your time and betting money? Yeah. You fucking moron. <laughs> It says more about you than it says anything about anything else. I, I mean, if you're halfway intelligent, you realize that what the NFL is trying to do with the Taylor Swift shit. They're like, hey, we got millions of people. We can get to start yeah. watching football they, if we... F- 51 seconds. That's yeah. the amount of time they showed her during the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't give a fuck about That's that. That's less than a commercial. You know, I see more about fucking Geico than I saw Taylor Swift. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. I mean, what makes it a big deal is, well, us, people like us talking about it all the time. But we're reacting, I guess, to what we see. You know, and, and social media, that's all it's been the last week. It's just yeah. Taylor Swift shit. What yeah. the fuck? That and Kelsey uh, memes of him screaming at the coach. Uh, I do yeah, enjoy I, that. I enjoy that, too. Um, <laughs> I wish he would have knocked him down. He got really close to knocking him I down. Wish, I wish the league would have fucking find him. Why? Because uh, it's inappropriate. Nah, he walked the, up the and league, fucking the league shouldn't shoulder checked his if, fucking coach. If, if the team the wants, coach ain't going to do shit to him. If the team wants to find him, cool. But I don't, won't find I don't think Travis it should, Kelsey. I don't think the league should be responsible but for But either way. Him. That's I, not true. I think if some shit like that happened in New England, he would have caught a fine. It I, was a douche move on his part. I don't think he meant to fucking run into him. 
He, he, he went, was screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh, he was screaming to give him the guy. fucking ball. He's the best tight end in the league, and he had one reception in the first half. You that. know what I mean? And then look at the second Player, half. coach, shut I, the fuck up. I get it, but the, yeah, sometimes I, I disagree with you. I, I, I don't believe in boundaries as much as you about stuff Well, then like walk that. up to him and say, dude, put me in the fucking game. Don't walk up on national TV during the fucking Super Bowl and body check your fucking 60-fucking-five-year-old coach till he almost falls down. You don't get to be as good as Travis Kelsey without that passion. You don't get to have that fucking ability and get that far in life without that fucking passion. But you know what? So, I mean, there's there's give and take to it. And, you know, Antonio Brown did make a good point, though. He said, if that was me, I would have been kicked out of the league. You know, and Antonio Brown probably does make a good point on that. There are certain people where, yes, if, if they did it, there'd be a lot more. But then again, they have a past of doing stupid shit that led up to that. Yeah. So, uh, look at the full picture there, Antonio, you fucking idiot. Um, either way, Kelsey... I'm not making excuses. He obviously shouldn't have done it, but yeah. I also understand it. I don't think he meant to bump into the dude, I and mean, that made it look extra bad because Andy Reid's old as shit. He old as into, fuck, and he, he almost knocked him, him over. And, you know, Andy Reid even said afterwards he really, he really uh, tested out my hip replacement. Is that what he said? Yeah, you know, because he just got a hip replacement well, last year. I, I, what did Reid say about the incident? Did he did he refuse he, to talk about it? No, he laughed and said he wanted the ball. He really he's passionate about the game. That's Did Kelsey said. say anything about it? Uh, I think Kelsey laughed about it. I haven't listened to their podcast. Did Kelsey say I was a dick there? I, I'm, I'm waiting it. to hear it. Their podcast just came out today, and I just seen a couple like highlights from, or not highlights, just the um, because I thought it was a dick. A move. couple quotes of Jason Grill, and I'm telling him he was in the wrong and stuff like that. So I, I, I'm going to listen and, and hear how it goes. Oh, Jason was ripping into him a little bit. I don't know about ripping, but it was only I only saw the word, so I didn't see the context. But you know, basically, well, see the thing about it is, you know, if you do that to Zach Taylor. Makes a little more sense to me. So you're, you're doing it to arguably one of the best coaches that ever fucking coached the game. There is something to be said there. There is something to be said there. Yeah. That's what I'm, you're not talking to a fucking idiot here. Yeah, you're, you're talking to a guy who's taking you to the Super Bowl countless fucking times. Mm-hmm. But you're not. Al- you're also not talking about some random player. No, you're not. You're but talking what I'm about the, is, You're talking about a guy that would would Andy Reid made it to the Super Bowl multiple times if he didn't have Travis Kelsey. You know what I mean? I, so don't, I don't buy that. If you argument. go both ways, I do. I, I think they I, need I don't each buy other. That argument. I That's what they say. Oh, Belichick and fucking Brady. Belichick's a genius, a football genius, mm-hmm. and so is Andy Reid. Yeah, but but look at look at Belichick after Brady. Doesn't look so genius anymore. Um, either he's got way, nobody there, man. Well, you know why? He's got nobody. But you know why? Because he's the GM and he's bad at picking people. Well, he yeah, picked that team out. But the whole point is, he's got nobody. That's his fault. No one, no one is going to win with that. Yeah, team. but if you pick everybody out, you can't blame other people for not having anyone. Yeah, that Bill, is, Bill, you didn't win twelve games. You got Ramondre Stevenson. He wanted Ramondre Stevenson. That's the thing. That's the thing with Bill Belichick, and that was, I think. Going forward, I think they gave him a small budget. I think and that was said, give us the best you can get nah, with this. Robert Kraft's not cheap, dude. He's no, but I, I think this year, I don't think Kraft is going to spend the millions and millions on a team he knows isn't going to go anywhere. Kraft already said and money's this year not. They weren't going. Money's anywhere. not the thing. Um, no, I don't think that's it. It's actually they spent a lot of money in free agency last year, the year before, on all those tight ends and stuff, and those guys didn't end up working out. Like Belichick took over as GM, and he honestly did an awful job at it. Yeah. And maybe that's why he didn't get another job. Uh, no, his, his expertise is on the field. That's what sure. I mean. And maybe he should have realized that and yeah. stuck to it. But he's got a big ego. I mean, you could tell a guy got a big ego and he wants to be in complete control, which whatever. It worked out for him for years. Yeah. So you can't shit on him too much. But maybe his view of what an NFL player should look like nowadays doesn't fit what actually works in NFL. You know, some people just yeah. get... You know, counted out, aged aged out, basically. Hey, let's go to A-hole of the week. Let's go to A-hole. <coughs> I've got one. I got one. Everybody knows mine. 
right, assholes. Since everyone knows yours, you go ahead. Everybody does know mine. Mine's a very famous person. Um, is he alive? Is he dead? No one really knows. You know, it's always out in the open. My asshole of the week's Jesus H. Christ. Looking at you there, Jesus. And I know it sounds like a weird thing as someone with the body of Christ on his forehead. Um, but it's not really the body of Christ. These are actually some weed ashes I put on right before it started. Uh, I don't really believe in all that stuff. I'm an atheist, as most of you know. And Jesus is going to fuck himself. But that's not the reason why he's my asshole of the week this week. The reason Jesus is my asshole of the week this week is probably not as much his fault as it is his stupid followers. But I'm watching the Super Bowl. I'm enjoying everything. And all of a sudden, these motherfuckers are on their washing feet. All right, what are we washing feet for? You know, you got a white guy washing a black guy's feet and the black guy washing the Muslim's feet and the Jew washing the Muslim's feet. You know, stuff like that going on and the, the whole thing. The message is actually cool. I'm not going to get you wrong there. Like, you know, unity or whatever. Brought to you by Jesus. Brought to you by some church. All right, which is fine. Okay, you want to do, you want to make a, a, a nice little peaceful message? You know, the Muslims would kill you for saying that. What? <laughs> Brought to you by Jesus. Uh, th- Jesus isn't their guy. They would kill you, but they don't. They might kill <laughs> they you. Kill for, you for a lot less. Yeah, uh, Muslims are cool. They don't put it with their shit. Um, but that's not my point. They're not my assholes. All right, the Christians mm-hmm. are. And here's my main reason why the Christians are assholes. Those commercials cost seven million dollars per minute. Yeah, I know. They had two of them. For all you fucking morons out there, that equals fourteen million dollars that fucking Jesus spent on commercials. All right, I think it's fucking retarded when Coke and Pepsi make commercials. We don't know who, what Coke and Pepsi are at this point. We don't need commercials. You don't it's need never to remind enough us. with those guys. But Jesus, everyone knows Jesus. Does he need to have a Super Bowl commercial? And by the way, if you can spend, and this is the real reason why you're an asshole, if you can spend 14 fucking million dollars on a Super Bowl commercial, you can pay some fucking taxes, you cunt. Here's why I disagree with you. Oh, I hate you. I disagree with you. Okay, why? Because I think it was smart. Oh, smart. Religion wins every election in this country. No one's running for religion. That's not my point. My point is, every time you get these holy rollers, all these fucking laws start changing, people start getting elected because, oh, you know, we're God-fearing people, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to get more and more people on their fucking side to control the fucking country. They really are, in my opinion. That's asshole shit, dude. It's total asshole shit. Well, then why do you disagree? Then you're agreeing it, with it me. Because it wasn't stupid to spend the $14 million. The They're point, trying to rule the fucking world, man. But if the point is your whole religion is, is supposed to be giving back and helping people oh, out. Oh, the hypocrisy and all that shit. is awful. You yeah. spent 14... There's people dying and starving to death, and you spent 14... Instead of helping the poor... You oh, know, I agree with all Go that. out there and wash some fucking feet. Don't spend $14 million making a commercial about it. I'll wash your feet. I don't know. Get off my feet. <laughs> fucking creeps. <laughs> the fucking way you washing feet. I, I'm saying. It makes I, me think I, less of Jesus, no, honestly. The other I don't, I don't feet. disagree with your point. fucking savior is that? I totally understand your point. I thought when you were making the point that you were like, hey, they spent $14 million. They wasted $14 million. To them, it's not wasting money. To them, they're trying to get more and more fucking sheep to fucking yeah, rule the world. A recruit. I get the recruiting thing, whatever, but that's they're assholes, and they should have to fucking pay taxes. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous that, w- that they don't have to pay taxes in this country. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. There's so many people that get rich off the church, as we've seen millions of times. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Or even... Not even rich. We we know like middle class, upper middle class people that have done nothing but just exploit people. As like Joel Osteen. Well, he's super super rich. But I'm saying every every little church around here, not every little church, but every like decent sized church around here has a pastor making four or five hundred thousand dollars. 
Like they need that fucking money. You know yeah. what I mean? To to preach about the Lord. Shouldn't you be doing that for a regular, honest salary and giving the rest away Joel to charities Ostring and stuff? Joel has three jets. Yeah, that guy's, he's a different level. You know what I mean? The Joel, there's there's only so many of them. Mansions. But the he's thing, even, fucking... even people like him, there's like 10 or 15 of him. You know oh, what I mean? You just don't know them all. Yeah. But I mean, in, in that world, there's all sorts of them. And they're all fucking assholes. And their leader's Jesus Christ. And today, you're my asshole, man. <laughs> I agree with the asshole part on on the agenda part, but like I said, I think it was smart on their part because they're just trying to I fucking ain't saying they're not control smart. everything. A lot of assholes are smart. Yeah, you know what I mean. They can go together. You can be a smart asshole. You're still a fucking asshole. My asshole of the week is Scott Van Knopf. <laughs> That's my guy. Yeah, my guy too. <laughs> Buddy of mine. Hey, you don't get on too hard. You're gonna get blotchy. You do not. I'm sorry, Scott. You posted on Facebook. Sorry, Tom Brady, there's a new goat. Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal. Yep. He's nowhere near catching up to Brady. <coughs> no. And for you to actually put your face out there and say, sorry, Brady, there's a new goat. <laughs> You're my asshole. That's a fucking asshole thing to say. You're you know a lot about sports. That was fucking dumb, dude. Well, let me tell you, Scott. I, I agree with you on this one. I, I He's also not the fucking goat. The goat means greatest of all time. Yes. So you got to take everything into consideration when you consider the, the goat. This was his take on it. And this he caught me in the hallway the other day to, to explain this. Old director of pencils. Um he uh, he says he he used Tiger Woods as an example. Okay. He said there was a period I I, I he gave the years because he's a golf guy. I don't know the years. I think he said like ninety nine to two thousand three or something like that. Where Tiger Woods was undoubtedly the greatest golfer to ever play the game without a during doubt. his time. Without he said, a doubt. He said if you look at the career stats, the Bear, Jack Nicholson, or whatever Nicholas Nicholas, he is still you know stat wise is still number one, just like Brady is. Now, Scott's argument is Mahomes in a period of his career where no one's ever played the position better at, at during this this run of his career. That is his position and why he considers him the GOAT. Now, I understand that way of thinking. I think that's just a different way of looking at the greatest of all time. To me, the greatest of all time is, like I said, everything. I, I, I take the air into consideration. You know what I mean? Yes, if you put Mahomes on those same teams back in the 2000s, would he have done better than Brady? Probably. You know what I mean? But that, that's anybody from the new. You can put a mediocre basketball team on a team from the 1970s and the guy's scoring 40 points a game. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just it's a different kind of athlete nowadays. So you can't take it that way to me. You know what well, I mean? But, but I look, do understand what he's saying. Look at the two. I think at the time, Mahomes might be the most talented quarterback of all time right now. You know what I mean? And, and his, this period of his career, especially, you know, the last few years. Uh, maybe not even this year included, but he, like I said, he had such bad help this year that you kind of had to look at the numbers a little bit differently. But then again, Brady never had well, – he, he did sometimes. And when he had great players, Brady put up ridiculous numbers. Like when he had Brandy Moss, that was the year he broke the you know the, yeah. the records and stuff like that and put up ridiculous years. But then there was other years where he didn't have those receivers and he relied on the defense and the run game. So kind of like Mahomes is doing but right Brady, now. Brady is – uh, if you put him next to Mahomes, who's a better athlete? Mahomes by far. Who's got a better arm? Mahomes. Mm -hmm. The whole point is Brady did all this as a mediocre talent-wise quarterback. Well, he did it with his brain, and that. But that's yeah, kind of the scary did. part is Mahomes is has the cerebral part that Brady has almost, but then has the athletic talent to go with it. I don't doubt that one day. We could call him Mahomes. No, I, I agree. I, but I to think call him that right now, yeah, insane in, to me. In my view of of greatest, so I, I think it's just how you look at the greatest of all time. If you're looking at it just 
you know, in a capsule, that that athlete in that period of time is the greatest quarterback of all time. You know what I mean? Okay, then I could see you arguing Mahomes right now. But if you look at it like I look at it and you look at it, uh, we both kind of see as Mahomes is halfway there. You know, he has three Super Bowls. He has half the victories, uh, postseason victories as as Brady does. But then if if he he can do this, if the next five years they win another three championships, well, now we have a legitimate argument who's the greatest of all time. And then, well, then then I could see how and then and then and then then at that point, I think you would go with Mahomes because you know objectively you can look at him as an athlete and the things that he can do, and you can go, well, Brady couldn't do that. You know what I mean? But the one thing that Brady did do is he said he, he was like, all right, you're the goat. But you had Belichick. So he said, all right, I'm going to leave Belichick, no, no, and I'm going to go to a brand-new fucking team. Well, and he won it the first fucking year he was there. And we'll see. We'll see with Mahomes, because he's going to get that eventually. Randy Reid's too old to stick around too fucking long. You know I what I mean? I, 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 I think, think Andy, Andy Reid's almost done. I don't know. Andy Reid's now in striking distance of those records that Belichick was looking to get, but Belichick's out of the league. Yeah. So Andy Reid could now pass up Belichick Belichick will be stuff. back in the league. Maybe. He's old. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I tend to agree with you. But you got to remember, even if you sign Belichick at this point, a lot of times people are looking for coaches you weren't looking for a two-year coach you're not looking for a three-year coach yeah. and i think at best you're going to get three years out of belichick i would you say that's I mean? about right at, at best so i mean you're if you're going to hire him you're looking for someone to maybe turn the franchise around and have people underneath them to take over after that point you're not looking at him to lead the franchise for years no. you're not looking for the zach taylor you know the Bengals are hoping to have him for 10 years or whatever you know uh brian callahan just got hired in tennessee that's their hope you know shit there's young yeah. guys you're mcveigh's you know, someone like Brady or um, Belichick, you're looking for a short fix, and then he's out. So, does he come back? I'm not sure. I mean, we thought he. You th- if you would have said at the beginning of the year that Mike Vrabel and Bill Belichick were going to be free agent coaches and we're going to end with no team, you ch- and then you name the coaches that got the jobs, you would be yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, we knew who Brian Callahan is because we're in Cincinnati. Pete Carroll didn't get a job. Okay, another one. Exactly. That's three fucking huge coaching names yeah. that did not. All three of them have been coach of the year. Yeah. At some point in their career. And all three of them got passed up for jobs for for young people that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, you know, and Vrabel's not not old, so that one really but, made no sense. But the Belichick thing, mm-hmm. uh, any owner's going to look at this and saying, "We hire Bill Belichick, we're sold out for season tickets next two years." Oh yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a business decision. No, yeah, I get it, and, and it's not a bad business decision, especially if you got a win now team. You know, because you know what? If let's say you, let's say Belichick got the job in Washington, mm-hmm. those fucking. Crazy fans up in Washington are go. We got Belichick. We're fucking in now, and they're gonna all buy all the fucking tickets. And you're not. It's gonna be like in the '90s and the '80s where fucking RFK Stadium was sold out every fucking game for 20 years. You couldn't get a ticket. It's gonna be like that again if you hire a Belichick. It's weird to name that after RFK. I know. I wonder why. Don't know. Maybe they weren't. JFK, JFK got the airport, fans. so RFK gets the fucking. JFK got the airport in New York, though. I mean, yeah, this is. He did get the airport in New York. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Aren't they from, like, Connecticut? They're from Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the word I can't say. All right, those are our assholes, Jesus and... Um, Scott Knopf. And Scott Knopf. Jesus and Scott Knopf. They got a lot in common. Still my guy, um, but uh, <laughs> dumb thing to say, in my opinion. In my opinion. No, I, I, I get what you're saying there. And right? I, But see, when you told me what his argument was, mm-hmm. I understand the I understand his of his argument. argument. I just don't look at the goat but like the that. But the post said, sorry, Tom Brady, there's a new yeah. goat. I, I, Bad I, post. I ain't getting it yet. Yeah. yeah. Head up, butt. Yeah, I you know I said well, you could also apply that one to LeBron and, and Jordan. You know, LeBron in his ultimate prime could do things Jordan probably never could do because just athletically he's so different than everyone ever, ever. But well, not ever. Jordan's I mean, the goat. So. I mean, it's funny because everything LeBron can do. Uh, there's been players in the past.
and each one of them could do one of those things. Yeah, like yeah, he could do like Carl Malone, he was a brick shit yeah. house like LeBron is. Yeah. Like Clyde Drexler, he could fly higher than LeBron can, but no one had it all like he does. Clyde didn't even like Clyde Drexler. It's not that he could jump high or anything. It was just he was so smooth. That's he why they floated, called him Clyde man. the Glide. Yeah, he, he just he floated. was so fucking smooth, and he had that bald head. He kind of looked like he was forty five when yeah. he was twenty two, and it, it just yeah, I, I was a Clyde and, Drexler and, fan. And Carl Malone had fucking guns on him like and this. He was out there fucking fourteen year olds and shit. <laughs> Carl, Malone, dude, oh, that was a big deal. No, Malone's yeah, a fucking child molester, basically. He's also, I, I'm pretty sure, like one third retard. I don't know if you've ever really heard Malone talk much. Oh, I he's have. a fucking moron. In fact, Jimmy Kimmel had that thing on the Man Show where he, Hi, I'm Carl Malone. Oh, oh did he, he really? Oh, it was fucking great. He did I full black him. body. You can never do that again. No, fuck no, you can't do it that. It wasn't even that long ago, really. You know, it was what, 15 years ago, the Man Show? You know, yeah. Full black body. Huh, I'm Carl Malone. There was a funny <laughs> comedian that was uh, doing a show at the Apollo. White guy. And, you know, a few white guys have killed it at the Apollo. And this guy's like, you know, hey, let's talk Very about few, but, let's yeah. talk about blackface like Bill and how Burr. bad it is yeah. and, and blah, blah, blah. But he looks at this black guy in the audience and says, you and me join the special forces. We're going in to take out some Al-Qaeda leader. <coughs> okay. I'm going to stand out like a fucking disco ball in the middle of the fucking desert. Give me that blackface. You know what you're going to say? Let's do it. Let's get that blackface. <laughs> um, Curb Your Enthusiasm's back, and this week they had an episode kind of blackface where they had to, Love Larry they had a lawn jockey at their Airbnb, and uh, they were all freaked out about it. But somehow it got broken, so they had to find a new lawn jockey, and they couldn't find a black one. So they got a white one and painted his face black with a, with a, what was it, a hair dye. And then it got real hot and started melting. And it was fucking great. Hey, here's a funny story about that. I used to know a guy, and I don't consider him racist, really. I really don't. Uh, I consider him very old school, but I don't consider him a racist. Mm-hmm. He had this statue. I guarantee he's racist. At this point, you've already told me he's a racist. But move well, on. No, it's not he, important. He had a statue on his backyard. Yeah. In his backyard. On old the porch. Old school. Yeah. Oh, well, no. What I'm saying is he never said the N-word in front of me. He never that, talked that, bad about I any racist people. Yeah, I've people. never heard my grandpa say the N-word, but I, he was racist. But in the back of his house, he had a little statue, one of those little mm-hmm. fucking ceramic statues, and it was a black guy sitting with his Indian style holding a piece of watermelon with a bite out of it. Oh, my God. I've seen those. And a big shit-eating grin. Yeah, a big one of those. Uh, he said it was his this. grandpa's. He said, I don't know how I ended up with it. It was my grandpa's. I ended up, well, your grandpa was a racist. But yeah. the whole point is, he goes, it was my grandpa's. He gave it to me. It just sits there. So he decided. <laughs> it just sits there. It sat on the back porch. It just, so just sits there offending decided, any black people I may ever have ever. One day he decided <laughs> that, uh, you know, the weather had taken its toll on this thing. So he decided to paint it. Oh, my God. Blackface? And, uh, well, it was black. It was uh, it was. Anthony Black. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was black. And yeah. then the watermelon had faded and it wasn't red anymore. And so he went to the fucking little hobby shop and he got some paints. Well, okay. At this point, by the way, you can no longer claim it's just grandpa's thing you're sticking around. If you're putting effort into revitalizing this fucking racist ornament, then, then at this point, you can no longer claim ignorance and I'm just keeping it for Pat Paul. Okay. But here's the but funny go part. On, yeah. <laughs> so he literally sits there one day. He was retired. Mm-hmm. He sits there and he paints the hat and he paints the outfit. <laughs> Paints the watermelon bright red and mm-hmm. puts black seeds on it. Oh, paints this guy. Makes the guy's teeth all white and oh, shiny. And he says, look, I restored it. Mm-hmm. He then found out about two months later that restored or unrestored the way it was in its natural state. Worth a lot of money. It was worth about $4,000. Yeah, there's some fucking racist out there. But he ruined it, bad for it when he painted it. Ah. The second he painted it, and it's not original anymore, it's literally worth. Yeah, but what he has sold it to old Jed down in Mississippi... 
Um, you know, like it, it was Papaws. He wanted to keep it so bad. So, well, the reason that he that actually he's willing, he's willing to risk looking like a giant racist to everyone that comes to his house. He's one of those guys. I don't give a fuck what you think oh, about. Fair me. enough. Yeah, you know, I'm not that. And if you think I am, fuck you. I don't. I mean, to be to be fair, I'd rock one of those. Well, he wanted to <laughs> sell his. I think I'm allowed though. I think like because I, I live with black people. I think no longer if a black person has that in their lawn, it's not bad. If a white person has it in the lawn, they're bad. Now, I float that line because I live in a majority black house. I think I could get away with having that without getting in too much trouble, but I'm not sure. I'm, it's a real, that's a real fine line to float. You it's know? a very fine line. I, I, you know, like I said, if she was to divorce me and live on her own, she could have it all day. No one's going to say shit about that. But but he decided he wanted to sell this thing. But if we get one and we get divorced, I'm getting it in the divorce. I'm going to demand it. He went online part of and he found, work. he put black statue eating watermelon. Yeah. And he found it. Mm-hmm. And he saw that it was worth $4,500 and he went, cha-ching, you know? Yeah. Now I get rid of this thing and blah, blah, blah. Well, he sent the guy a picture of it. Yeah. And the guy said, dude, it's worthless. He's like, what do you mean it's worthless? I see it on here for 4500 He goes, you painted it. He's like, dude, part of the reason why that was worth so much money because an actual slave painted the original. Maybe. You know, now now we got you doing it. No one cares about it. And he me. said, if it's not the original paint and original everything, it's not worth a fucking dime. Well, that makes sense. And, you know, you, yeah. you don't, yeah, you don't fix up old stuff. Well, I guess you do cars, but that's about it. Cars, yeah, I think different. that ends at cars. But even when you fix houses. up an old car, you fix it up with tires from those years. And, you know, as much as it's you can. It's worth more money if you yeah. do that than if you. But I thought that was ironic. Ironic indeed. He goes, hey, I want to take this racist statue and make it pretty again. And then he lowered the value to zip. I, well, your buddy's got some problems. He's out there spending his free time painting racist statues. He's got nothing else to do. He's retired. No, I'm home. sure you can find other hobbies. All right, here. Our buddy Ronnie gave us a message, so let's listen to it. it it's his asshole of the week. Maybe okay. it's fuck. I think it was his asshole, wasn't it? I think so. We'll find out. All right. I told you motherfuckers I was going to call in my, uh, or send a voicemail or whatever the fuck. My asshole of the week. It's you two guys. My asshole of the week is Jason and Chris. Jeez, I'll just get to Jason first. And it is about the both of y'all's assholes of the week. So about the Jay-Z thing, right? I disagree with that. Because, of course, you're like, oh, yeah, Beyonce, you won all these awards. You shut the fuck up. Da, da, da. Okay. So if they won all those awards. If she's won every category, how is it possible that she hasn't won album of the year? Are you pausing that? Easy. Because she's got three or four good songs on every album and the rest of it is shit. That's what's going to be my thing. You can easily have great songs and not have a great album. Yeah. You see it all the fucking time. All the fucking time. All the time. time. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've listened to a full Beyonce <clears throat> album from front to beginning, so I don't know. You have, because every song gets put on the radio. Well, if that was the case, then it should be album of the year. But you just said yourself two or three songs, So and that's, and that's basically well, the case. So what I'm saying, an album of the year, to me, all the cuts have to be decent. You know, yes. my, my ultimate album of the year, what I can think of that really deserved it and won it that year, was Lauryn Hill's uh, album, her only album. Lauryn yeah, Hill's album yeah. was fucking amazing from start and to it won. finish. And it won, and it deserved it, and it was a great album. Now, And when she won that, Paul McCartney called her Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Yeah. But whatever there. He fucked up the name. Yeah, he's, he's a beetle. He, can he do does, what he wants. does what the fuck he wants. He gets, you don't know who the fuck she is, nor does Some he guy care. named Lawrence Hill. Lawrence won. Good for Lawrence. Oh, Larry. Get up here, Larry. <laughs> um, anyhow, she won. It was a great album. Now, does Beyonce have that great album? Again, 
I've never listened to a Beyonce album. Not like that album. Never. I've never listened to a mm-hmm. Beyonce album, so I don't know. I'm not going to say I do. And I've never, you know, Taylor Swift won one year over um, Adele. I think won once or twice over. But the Taylor Swift album, I've never eight, eight, eight out of the ten cuts on it are in the top twenty. And again, I've never listened to either of those two mm-hmm. albums, so I can't be a real, real, real judge on what's good or bad as far as this is concerned. But that's the reason. But yeah, that is the reason. Oh, I think I All right. Up. Told you motherfuckers other thing, right? I disagree with that. Because, of course, you like, oh, yeah, Beyonce, you won all these awards. You know, shut the fuck up. Da, da, da. Okay. So if they won all those awards. If she's won every category, how is it possible that she hasn't won album of the year? We just told you. You can't sit here and say, I got the best song of the year. Just I got the best video of the year. Just I got the best whatever did. of the year. And oh, then yeah. give album of the year to Adele. Yeah, you can. Or give album of the year to Taylor Swift. That's what that's what she got. She got snubbed with Adele. Taylor Swift was cool. But she definitely got snubbed by Adele because Lemonade is a great fucking album. 21 is a great fucking album, but it ain't touching Lemonade. This is what she's doing. Uh, to be fair, that's pretty much it. Ronnie Jason. does listen to this kind of music. So. Uh, it was something else you said. That made me... But hold on. Pause that. Pause that. Okay, you say yeah, that. Yeah, well, he just going up there. Anyway. What? You say that. Okay, and look, you know, Ronnie respectfully, because you're my guy, uh, you do listen to that music a lot more often than we do. The whole point is, it doesn't matter if you like the album cuts. The world didn't like the album cuts. The world liked one, two, maybe three songs off the album, and it blew up, and they were phenomenal fucking songs. So she got song of the year, she got video of the year, she got blah, blah, blah. But the other seven, the world didn't like. You might have liked them, but the world did not. That's why she didn't win. Well, I don't know if it's the world per se. The world don't get the vote, but it—that's what it goes on. It goes by sales, downloads. That's what it goes by. The Grammys don't go by that. The Grammys do not go by sales and downloads. I guarantee it goes into fucking into the consideration. Oh, I think they everything does. They don't hear about it unless it's popular. Obviously, what I'm saying but is it, Taylor Swifties. Mm-hmm. Okay, you. She can put out an album with one song and nine songs of her farting, and those farting songs are going to get airplay and they're going to get download time because. That's fine, but the farts aren't going to get a Grammy. Um, but I don't know. I'd, I'd way, vote for a fart. I, yeah, I'd vote for a fart over Taylor Swift. It wasn't about. It wasn't about his wife. It was more about like black uh, dominated genres. Period or artists. Notice when um, Jay Z Jay Z boycotted him in '98. Fresh Prince boycotted him in '89. Notice that the rap genre wasn't even televised you know what was televised during the rap uh genre one time they don't televise it that much but when mac lamore a white rapper got rap album of the year all of a sudden it's televised so yeah jay-z had to say something in my opinion and probably in a lot of black people's opinion and you probably don't see that you because you know you ain't black whatever the fuck Let's get to the funny shit. Fresh T's ass is definitely the bigger asshole of the two, right? Just because of the Killer Mike situation. I agree. If you wasn't who you were, I wouldn't have a fucking problem with you having this opinion. First of all, it was bullshit. Like Jason said, these motherfuckers, they don't work for the Grammys. They don't be like, oh, okay, no, no. It's motherfucking ass that sent out probably six months in advance saying, hey, we need somebody to work this event. Or you work at that you work at that that event center, right? And this motherfucker's being overzealous, being 
extra as fuck, think your neighbor's about to get an extra pay. And I don't know if it was a woman or a man. I don't know about all that. Well, but if Killer Mike just trying to get to where he's trying to be, and you know who Killer Mike is, he don't start no shit. Move the fuck out of his way. How much more are you going to get paid? Right? Get the fuck out the way. The point that got me wanting to call you asshole of the week is you had the nerve to fix your lips to tell this man to act like a decent human being, right? Motherfucker, you are a drug mule. For one. For two, three weeks ago, you spit on an old lady car. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious, bro? You spit on an old lady car because she took your car spot. That ain't yours. You on your Christopher Columbus shit again. You wanted that car parking spot. And and she got to it before your slow ass. So you spit on her car when you came back out. The old lady's car. And you got the nerve to tell somebody act like a decent fucking human being. What the fuck? You spit on an old lady car, but you won't spit on a cuck, you bitch. Get the fuck out of here, man. Still love you guys. Still love the show. You motherfuckers are my asshole of the week. I kept it under four minutes this time. Uh, that's, that's Ron. And Ron, Ron killed it on that one. I love that, yeah, that message. That was a good one. Uh, and yeah, that was a good one. I think he got you. Uh, I mean, I, we both had pretty good comebacks. I too. spit on a lady's car. Yeah, but, <laughs> and his thing wasn't even that, like, you know, I obviously he defended <laughs> Killer Mike, but he was really <laughs> just upset. And I'm not. I will take offense to the drug mule. Okay, the drug mule was just kind of funny. I was bringing medication I, back to a I, friend with cancer. When I first listened to it, as soon as he said that, I'm like, ooh, I hope that's not his take, because that take's not great. No, that's and, not You know, it's funny to say, but it, the, the take's not great. But then he did the spit on the old, I'm like, ooh, that's a good take. You know, if you're going to get someone for not being a decent human being right after you just spit on an old woman's car, that's, uh, he's got you, dude. But remember, the old he's lady was you. a bitch. Well, so was the security guard, probably. Well, that's possible. Yeah. Very, you know, possible. when was the last time you met like a fucking mall cop kind of person, like a, a, you know, those kind of security that were like, cool. It barely ever happens, dude. Those people no, but are I always know. a I little still much. can't act like a dick or I'm going to get in trouble. Well, yeah, but you're not special. What do you mean? You didn't just win three Grammys. I mean, you, I, I really do think that makes you a little bit special. You know what I mean? Like as far as like backstage at the Grammys, you should be given a little bit more respect than just some random walking around. Yeah, it, but everybody walking around is a Grammy nominee. Everybody. You're okay. going to let everybody shit well, on not you? everybody. Those Grammys, for, for every fucking celebrity that's at, a, at the Grammy Awards, you got like 10. The, one, the ones in like the back ten, of the house are the nominees. You still got 10 agents and makeup artists well, and yeah, everything else that. and all the fucking gaffers. Yeah, but and, see, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So hey, you're still, I mean, at all those big events, you're, you're going to see more non-celebrities backstage probably than you're going to see celebrities. Oh, yeah. You're you know what I mean? The, there's, the they're always, yeah, there's always 20 handlers for every fucking big celebrity probably. Yeah. So. You know, I understand giving the handler shit, but, you know, when, when fucking Killer Mike's walking through with his three Grammys, you're like, all right, sir, follow the yellow line. Go fuck yourself. But um, either I'd way. i follow the yellow line. I know you would because you're a cuck. I'm not a cuck. You're a boo. That's, that's, the, guy, that's the guy who wouldn't follow the line. I'll have fuck you on the line. Yeah, I disagree. I disagree with that. I mean, you know, the, I disagree with the drug mule part a lot. That, <laughs> that, that cuts deep. I would claim that. That's a fun one. <laughs> I, but I mean, in a, in a legal sense, I guess I kind of was. Yeah, yeah. To a certain extent. In a legal sense. To yeah. a certain extent. I wasn't bringing back heroin for resale, but yeah, I, I was. It's not too late. <laughs> it's not too late, dude. We can always get some heroin. Nah, if I go to Mexico, I'll get kidnapped. Get some heroin. That'd be a good time. I tell but gee, you. That's, that would be my shit luck. I'd go to Mexico. They'd say, American kidnapped me. 
Mm-hmm. Well, nobody I know has any money. I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody's going to send you any money. I'm going to die. All right, let's get to this. Oh, yeah. You are now tuned in to Sex Advice from an aging coxman. gonna be good i've got some sex advice um this happened to me i don't know 12 days ago or something like that and i wanted to bring it to your attention because you see it a lot if you see a lot of these weird uh, uh fetish things and blah 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 well i'm not really into those as far as like the the masochism and the and the tie me up kind of thing yeah i'll tie your arms up to the bed if you want but i'm not i'm not gonna hit you and spank you and do all that weird shit but my friend, uh, B.E., came over, butt eater, came over to the house, and she said, hey, I got something for you. And uh, her, she said this thing was, you know, it's cool and it's designed. Every now and then, I blindfolded her. That's it. But <clears throat> she brought this thing over. It's a leather strap that was about this long. And she pulled my nuts down. And she wrapped it around the top of my nuts, and then it had two little buttons on it to secure it. She said what this does is it makes you last longer. And I don't really have a problem with lasting that long, but she says this makes you last longer. And I said, okay, we'll try it. So I put this leather strap. She put this leather strap around my nuts and buttoned it on. And we did what we do. Did it last longer? I'm not really sure. But when she took the thing off, you know, it was kind of weird. I felt this like, almost like a chafing thing on my nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, my balls internally hurt for about 24 hours <laughs> after that. I don't know if it's cutting off the bloodstream. I don't know if it was the orgasm that was restricted that fucked up my seminal vesicle. But for 24 hours, I thought I had testicle cancer. <laughs> this thing wasn't, it didn't feel good when it was on. It felt weird because it was my, my you know, my sack got real tight at the bottom and and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, did it make me last longer? Eh, we we fucked for 20 minutes like we always did. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. My nuts hurt for 24 hours. My suggestion to you is do not bind your nuts. Do not wrap anything around them. Don't even squeeze them too hard. Nuts are to be juggled and played with lovingly, <laughs> not hurt. They're a delicate animal. My balls hurt literally 24 hours. I mean, I was having cramps. I was like, I'd be sitting there and I'd be, it was on my, uh, next day was a day off, but the mm-hmm. next day I'd be walking around and be, ooh. And just a little sharp pain <coughs> in my nuts. Don't bind your nuts. No, uh, nuts should be treated like a fucking a baby duckling. You know, you, you you pet them softly, you know, stuff like that. I want a doctor to tell me why they hurt after. For 24 hours, I'd be walking along doing minding my own business. And all of a sudden, it would feel like someone stuck me with a dart right in the nutsack. Oh, it would double me over. And I was like, I did something when they, they were bound. I clogged something. I created some kind of blood clot in there. Something's wrong with my nuts. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up the next day and they were fine. Don't wrap anything around your nuts. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it's hot. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to see your nuts like this. Don't fucking do it. My balls hurt. I'm going. If it would have hurt the next day, I would have went to the doctor and said something's wrong with my nuts. It was physical agony for 24 hours. <laughs> don't misuse your balls. 
Yeah, it's a bad idea. Uh, I agree. I would never do it. I wouldn't agree to begin with. I would have said, fuck you, butt eater. I'm not putting that weird thing on. But, uh, you know, we all, have, we all have our things. So, yeah, you're a little uh, And that is not my thing. Uh, I you, found out. You found out. Yeah, not you're, my thing. You were willing to find out. I think I would have known going in it wasn't going to be my thing. I would rather spit on a lady's car than wear that thing around my I think you'd again. rather spit on a lady's car than do almost anything. I didn't enjoy spitting on the car. I think that's your favorite pastime. It, it was a spur-of-the-moment decision. I made it. Could it have been wrong? Yes. Ronnie, have you ever made a decision in the spur-of-the-moment that you regretted later? Hypocrite! Of course. He has 19 kids. <laughs> you don't think he's made a bad decision once or twice? Yes, but only 17 mothers. Yeah. He, he's not even allowed back in Cincinnati because <laughs> they've murdered him, apparently, for doing nefarious activities. All right? Fucking Ronnie, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't up. don't do anything to your balls, people. Uh, I don't think it's safe. I think there's stuff going on in there that we don't understand. And I think, like I said, for 24 hours, I think something was clogged or kinked or twisted, mm-hmm. and it took 24 hours to untwist. But it was physically painful. I'll never do that again. Yeah, uh, I think that um, black people pretty shouldn't even win Grammys. <laughs> Name your price. Just kidding, Ronnie. They can win all the Grammys they want. Okay. Uh, I got this name your price because I want to check your human factor here. Okay. This isn't anything that's... All right. Bottom line is you got a, you got a celebrity. You got a, uh, you know, one of those celebrities that... An MC Hammer type that made more money than God for like five years, and he paid everybody his entourage and all that, and now he's dead broke. Okay? So you got a famous athlete. <laughs> Hammer's one of my faves, dude. Yeah, but he's dead broke. He but he's, I don't think he is anymore. I think he's built back up to probably like low, or probably he's probably like upper, maybe lower upper class probably, I imagine, where he's at. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but still, the guy should be worth $400 million. Yes. <laughs> I mean... Can't touch this was the biggest song that came so out big. in ten fucking years. So he was you know? so fucking big for. But he had to have a fifty-person entourage at a thousand. Well, he was a, a good or... dude from all from all accounts. The guy uh-huh. was a super good dude that that helped everybody around him. You so, think his entourage came back and said, "Hey, you're broke now. Hey, Here's a little." I'll tell you what, who won't be my asshole of the week anytime soon? Who? Fucking MC Hammer, better than Jesus H Christ. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, dude. Is Hammer was the real Jesus. We should be building a fucking religion around MC Hammer. This motherfucker went out there, got millions and millions of dollars, and he didn't go buy a Super Bowl commercial to tell everybody how awesome he is. No, he gave it to all of his broke fellas. He did. This the fucking MC Hammer. Worship him, you cunts. I don't think he was doing it to get to Shut help up. his fellas. I think he was no, doing it to hey, look at my entourage of 100 No, I don't. People. I really don't. I, from all accounts that I've ever read about MC Hammer is he was a legit good, good person. I don't doubt that. Almost too much, where people took well, advantage of him, obviously. Obviously yeah. too much. Yeah. All right, so here's my deal. You got an athlete. Um, You hear about it all the time, athletes that make all that money and then they're broke Mm -hmm. 10 years later. They do stupid shit. So you have an athlete. Let's say it's a baseball player. Um, Trying to pull a name out. Uh, Lenny Dykstra. He got awesome after he retired. He Yeah, and now he's poor. Now he's dead broke again. <laughs> well, yeah, he was part of Ponzi schemes and Well, such. yeah, but he made millions and millions By ripping on that. people off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's say Lenny Dykstra puts an ad on... He's all crazy. <laughs> yeah. He puts an ad on fucking the internet. Mm-hmm. Someone stole my World Series ring. Okay. Okay. You know he doesn't have any money anymore. 
Is he a World Series ring? Who do you want like? No, he's an example. Okay, okay. He was a Philly. Yeah, I didn't think but he But he didn't one. win one. But yeah. let's say he okay, puts an ad in. He was the only guy I could think of offhand that made a lot of money. No, you're fine. Go broke. on. I'm sorry for ruining Lenny. And Beckham's he says. Good name. Hey, someone stole my Super Bowl ring or World Series ring. And uh, I really don't have much left in this world. Uh, I really want that ring back. Well, the very next day, you're walking down the street, and you look down, and there it is on the ground. Name your price to give it back. You're holding a World Series ring in your hand. To Lenny Dykstra? Yeah. Oh, that's like a lot of money. But he doesn't have a lot of money. What I'm saying is he could probably get it. Yeah. But the whole point is his life is pretty much in shambles, blah, blah, blah. It's one thing that means something sentimentally to this guy. And he just wants it back, and you happen to find it. Mother. Would you be the dick that said, fuck that. In my room, I got a fucking World Series ring. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. Lindy Dykes, right? Fuck himself. Um, Name your price to give it back to this guy and restore any little shred of fucking humanity left in the world. In the world? Yeah. Oh, like, the, like humanity is restored in the world because Lenny Dykstra gets his fucking ring back? It's hum- It's restored... On his end, he's looking at you. You used a horrible example because Lenny Dykstra is a horrible person, and I have to take that in consideration. Joe Carter. Very good. Go with Joe Joe Carter Carter up there in Toronto. You know, I have no problem with Joe Carter. I don't know shit about him outside of the world. Okay, he's. But you're trying to say because he's poor now. I want somebody who doesn't who lost all their money, squandered all their money. Yeah, see, that's Reggie Jackson. Is Reggie Jackson poor? Dirt poor, no, but he lost a lot of his money. Okay, poor Reg. Well, Reg probably not, never made a lot of money to begin with. He no. was, you know, famous before they started really, really, really making money. Arizona State Sun Devil. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. I figured, Played baseball and football. He's so old, I figured, like, he didn't go to college. Arizona State Sun Devil. Um, all right. To give it back to Reggie Jackson? Yeah. He's willing to give something, he, you know. 5K. 5K, you do it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can sell that that ring on eBay for twenty five k. Yeah, but Reggie Jackson's not a horrible person. It probably means the world to him. I mean, there is a little bit of difference there. Again, when you said Lenny Dykstra, Lenny Dykstra literally got rich after baseball by just fucking people over and opening car washes, like doing all sorts of like nefarious activities. So I'm not, I don't feel sorry for him. You know what I mean? So I'd I'd be like, all right, for you fifty k, go fucking get a loan from John Crook and and call it a day. I, I not my fucking problem, asshole. So we'll take Mr. October. But instead. Mr. October, I mean, yeah, I'll cut you a break, bud. You've never done anything bad that I know of. I don't know. But uh, either way, I respect him as a player and as a person more so than I would Dykstra, so I would be more willing to cut him a deal. 5000 that's yours, buddy. 5000 I mean, I feel kind of still feel like an asshole for saying 5 k but 5 k is not a lot of money, especially for Re- Reggie Jackson could reach out to somebody. Uh, oh, yeah. Someone he else would pay that. You know what I mean? You know, crowds. And like I said, I don't know if Reggie Jackson is in the poorhouse. I just I know either. he didn't make that kind of money. He well, no, he's not. He's not rich. Like he doesn't have Mahomes money. Yeah. He, hey, did you see he was on the comeback trail right now? Really hard pushing himself on the podcast all over right now is uh, Trevor Bauer. And um, well, yeah, he wants redemption. He uh, he deserves it. He got fucked. You know what's really crazy too? He he got fucked, but at the same time. Uh, he got fucked because I don't think he committed a crime. This girl went back to him two or three mm-hmm. times, but he's a creep. I guess not really. I don't know. I, I kind of don't see it like that anymore. I mean, maybe I, as far as the likes. He choked her out with her own hair and then fucked her in the ass when she was sleeping. Well, that's he's right. a creep. He never said he did that. That's what she said. And she's a proven liar. So I'm not sure at this he point. He punched her in the butt <laughs> as hard as he could and left fucking knuckle prints all over her ass. The guy is, what I'm saying is he's abusive, obvious. I don't know. I don't know if he is. I, I don't know. He's never had any other complaints. He said he, and, he said he won't even, uh, he, 
He's a weird dude. He, that, to top it all off, he left the Reds. Reds wanted to resign him. He said, no, fuck you, Trevor Bauer. He got $40 million a year. The Reds weren't going to give him that. Well, no, the, only the Dodgers <laughs> can afford <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, he got you know? $40 million a year. Not only did he get $40 million a year, he got an opt-out after every year. But he came here, won a Cy Young. No, he revived his career. But he came here for, you know, and was a good teammate. I have no problems with him, and I think he does deserve another chance. Uh, he might be in the freaky sex. I'm not sure. There was never any complaints before that. After listening to all these podcasts I've heard him on recently, I'm even more of that feeling. You know what I mean? He seems like a decent guy. Also, a weird one with this. He was on uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast this week. All right? Apparently, that same girl tried to do the same shit to Theo Vaughn. This girl really? is known for like trying to hook up with these rich people and then take advantage of whatever. He he didn't know who she was. He said when he was looking into this Trevor Bauer interview, because he I guess he scheduled to interview him, and he was just looking into everything, and he found the picture of that girl. He's like, where the fuck do I recognize her from? And it was recent after the Trevor Bauer thing. Well, if that's the case, it's all. So apparently, all she was on, she was on Instagram and she messages these celebrities and she he said well, I met her at the hotel. We hung out in the lobby for a while. He's like, she really wanted the, me to take her upstairs and stuff, but I ended up not doing it. I got a weird feeling and I sent her home in an Uber. I bought an Uber and that was it. He's like, it wasn't anything weird. He's like, but I wonder, you know, if I would have took her upstairs, would it, you know, would I be in the same situation as you? Now at that point. I mean, would, would anybody believe her twice? That'd be pretty ridiculous. No, nobody would. But either way, twice. this girl's obviously out there. You know, a very, very pretty girl. Unless all these celebrities aren't. Saying Was she yes. hot? I never saw. I don't remember. I ever don't seen remember her seeing her either. But obviously, if all these fucking celebrities are saying inviting you back to the hotel, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't think Theo Vaughn's inviting every single girl that messes him on Instagram to meet him at his hotel lobby. You know, he didn't invite her to the room, but still, even the lobby, just to meet her. Yeah, I'm sure you got to be pretty smoking hot. You know, and and Trevor Bauer said he just met her through Instagram. He didn't. He's like he. He was saying he's so obsessive with baseball that he didn't ever date or anything. So he would just meet girls to randomly fuck through Instagram. He was pretty honest about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they, But I don't want to get married or anything. Yeah, I, I'm just looking to fuck. I don't have any time for a relationship. I'm focused on my fucking curveball. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm focused on making my money while I can, well, being he, the he best. He also and, owns a business and such that had something to do with I, He explains it all, but it's some kind of baseball technology business, you know, software and all sorts of other stuff. So he's like super hyper-focused on his career. He never really was you know, looking for women, he would just meet them on Instagram. They'd come to his hotel or his house, or whatever, fuck him and then leave. I got no problem with it that. Was no problem with that. And this one ended up being what it is. But the bottom line is, is this guy was kicked out of the league before there was ever any proof. And then when it came out, this lady had set all this shit up, you know, sent things to her friends saying she was going to do this, this, and this, whether the rough sex happened or not, I'm not sure. And no one's sure, if, you know, if, if she didn't say fucking punch me in the ass, that's what I'm into. If you're fucking, if, if, if there's a 10 over your house, and she's saying all you got to do is, you know, I'm really into getting punched in the ass. Not in the face, in the ass. You might punch her in the ass. You might well, give her a, a nice fucking punch to the ass that leaves a bruise and it makes you look bad later. Well, let me finish my assessment. My assessment is he, he's kind of a creepy dude. He's a creep. <laughs> he, but I don't disagree at all that he yeah, definitely but, deserves another chance. First of all, the guy uh, is a fucking phenomenal pitcher. Yeah. Um. He claims that all he's done, too, since then is work out and that he's a better pitcher. Well, he's been he playing was. somewhere overseas. He played in Japan. He said he yeah. played in Japan when he was in college once, and he was so enamored by the culture. He, he promised himself he was going to play in Japan when he retired from baseball, so he got to do it while he's still decent. It's kind of a treat. Um, and the bottom line is, uh, and even though it's probably cliche, but there weren't any charges. No. He absolutely deserves to. I don't think she got a payoff either. No, she got nothing. That's what I mean. That's how you know it's bullshit. Because her story was so fishy. 
Well, that's what I mean. That's how you know it's bullshit. Yeah. There was no charges and there was no payoff. If there was a payoff, all of a sudden I'm like, well, she's probably fucking telling the truth and she has to shut the fuck up now to pay off. Whatever. Yeah. But this guy refused to make a payoff. But the text to her friend saying, hey, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so he definitely much, deserves There was so much shot. to it. You know what I mean? What I don't think he deserves is to come back, sue Major League Baseball, and get millions of dollars for that. I don't think he deserves that. You want to get back in the league? We will unban you, and you're welcome to get you signed you by any if, team. If, wants you to ag- sign you. if you agree that he wasn't guilty of anything, do you think he should have lost the $37.5 million that he was owed, that he only didn't get because baseball wouldn't let him play over something that was never convicted? Well, he's not, he's not the first athlete that's lost money because of accusations. It's happened. Well, I mean, I understand losing sponsorships and shit, but if you're guaranteed money and you all of a sudden didn't get it, and it was because they suspended you until after everything was sorted out, and then everything was sorted out, and you didn't get any trouble, and yet now you still don't get paid, I think you'd be pissed. You know what I mean? We, I would. As a union steward, we fight for that all the time. You know, like, we want to be made whole. Yeah. And honestly, he should be. If, if but what I'm saying he is, truly is not guilty of anything, then there's no reason why he shouldn't have got that money, is all I'm saying. What I'm saying is, and I'll probably be Ronnie's asshole the week next week for this, too. I think with any professional sport mm-hmm. or fucking military, a lot of organizations, you are somewhat expected to conduct yourself a certain way as to not give the league a black eye. Yeah. I believe that it's probably written in a con- everybody's contract somewhere. But is it your You fault? can't be a fucking asshole. But it wasn't an asshole. We've, we're back to the fact that if, if that was the case, then he would have been convicted and, and you know, and every, the charges and money would have been exchanged hands. True story. If it's all fake, then that is not your fault. Anyone can make up an accusation against you. And, you know, there, there's, a, there's a little bit of proof, but there's nothing illegal about rough sex. Well, I'm not opposed to him being reinstated and yeah. getting that $37 million back. Mm-hmm. But to come back and sue for a half a billion dollars. No, that's different. I do you. agree. Give him the money that you know, he's the owed. Mo- the money that he's owed, sure. And that, you know, whether Because Major that League, makes him whole. Ma- whether that's Major League Baseball or that's the Dodgers, I don't feel sorry for either of them. They're fine. They'll be yeah. okay. They can pay I agree he should get the money back um, that he No, lost. no, I agree. I didn't know he was trying to sue the, the Yeah, he was going to sue him for so much money. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, I don't I don't get that. I understand when you're wanting your, con- your contracted money. You know, not for the year you didn't, like, only for the year you were suspended. Not, yeah. You know, it's a three-year contract. You should have got paid for two of those years because you paid half the year and you weren't allowed to play the other year and a half. Right. This year, no, that's different. You know, that's they could have eliminated the contract anyway. So, you know, who knows if you would even been there the third year. He even said this himself on the Theo Vaughn podcast that he wasn't planning on playing the third year. The plan all along, it was a three-year, $105 million contract, but it was $85 million in the first two years. Every year he could have eliminated the contract and been a free agent. That was part of the contract. Because he always said he was never going to sign for more than one year. So all he wanted to do is roam around and get as much money as he could on was, 20 different he, teams. It, exactly. He said that well, it was the smartest business move. He's like, I only sign one-year contracts. That's what I hate about sports, though. And we've talked about this. That's Man, what I hate about sports. I, I I hate it. But, I mean, in the end, I'm more of a supporter of an athlete than I am a team. I know. But you want to root for a team. You know, I'm rooting for the Bengals this year. If every one of them left ne- next year... Uh, suddenly my new team is a bunch of new guys I'd that fucking I've... welcome to being a Kentucky basketball fan. Well, or, yeah. you know, a, a lot of or college any college basketball, sports well, now. Any, any of the big programs. Yeah. Anyways. All right. We got to get to a fuck you and get out of here. your fuck you uh my fuck you we've already discussed a little bit but okay. he's my fuck you because i'm not really a giant fan yeah fuck travis you, kelsey. Off. Oh, travis travis kelsey. Kelsey. <laughs> fuck you travis kelsey fuck you travis um the bottom line is 
you wanted to win the Super Bowl and you were heated, blah, blah, blah. But in the light of that, all this bullshit that everybody's complaining about with no merit, the Taylor Swift stuff, you more than anybody on that field are under the microscope a little bit more during the Super Bowl. You're going to be shown probably more than fucking Mahomes in this fucking game. You're Kelsey or whatever on everybody's mind. Mm -hmm. You fucking knocked into a 65 year old fucking man in full pads. You fucking bully creep motherfucker. Fuck you, creep. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I know you wanted to win. Walk up and say, hey, coach, put me back in. Don't walk up screaming in his face on when there's 200 million people watching the fucking broadcast. 200 million fucking people. You walk up to a 64 or five-year-old man and almost knock him on his ass in the middle of the Super Bowl. Fuck you, Travis Kelsey. I will agree. It was definitely a poor move. I'm not a... I, I like Travis. It it's going to it's going to be impossible forever for me to dislike Travis Kelsey as a UC Bearcats fan. Like the, the dude could pretty much do anything and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, he's still my guy." You know, like it's just yeah, that, not that, me. that's that's how I'm built. I'm a UC guy. I, I don't hate Travis Kelsey. You know? That was a shit move. That was a that shit move. That deserved a fuck. I mean, I'm I'm a bigger fan of Jason Kelsey than I am Travis Kelsey. I am too. But I I I like Travis Kelsey and he's a fucking maybe the greatest tight end of all time when it's all said and done. Now that's one you can enter into a goat uh, competition right now. Yeah, but that one's put, hard to put him next to Gronk and then we'll talk. He's already you know? passed Gronk in all the stats. I know Gronk really didn't have a lot of years. Gronk was no, that's you know, a, that's, yeah. that's that's the thing with Travis Kelsey is he's also tight ends for the most part they don't have those kind of years for that long. He's he's been doing this for a long time. I think uh, Kelsey might already be the goat or damn near it. You know, but it's a lot more of a competition than Mahomes. I'll I've say that. said I've said this myself. Uh, I can I really more consider Travis Kelsey another receiver than I do a tight end. Well, sure, he's a, he, he doesn't stay in and block. He's a the lot. new breed. But either way, all the best ones were that Gronk might be one of the exceptions on that. But I mean, Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates, all those guys were more wide receivers than yeah. they were tight ends, and those are all your best tight ends that have ever existed. Very true. You know, I mean, you don't have that many. Even Shannon Sharp, he was more of a receiver. There, there was, you know, all the ones that you know yeah. were, were the ones that could catch. You know, the ones that just block and shit. Now, Gronk, like I said, was a was a, a different one because of his size and everything, but yeah. e either way. But you know why? Uh, and New England style. So. Why he gets more of a fuck you? Because mm -hmm. he did that right after Pacheco fumbled on that. On no, that. no, no, no. He did it right before halftime. See, I thought he did it right after that fumble. No, it was right before halftime. That's when they showed it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. No, the Pacheco fumble happened pretty early. It was like the first drive of the game. Really? See, I thought that's game. when he did it because that's when I saw it. No, I don't think so. I, oh, okay. I could be wrong, but I thought he did it right before halftime. Either way. Um, right, either way, fuck you, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I thought he did it right before halftime because he had one and fucking you know reception what? at the point. He didn't do a lot for me in fantasy this year. Yeah, he didn't have his best year. No, fuck you again. He was hurt for a while. I could have won if it wasn't for you. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. All right, my fuck you is also Super Bowl based. A lot of Super Bowl talk today, but it's not the Super Bowl. It's fuck you to Ronnie Carter. This motherfucker. I'm going after you, boy. <laughs> I shouldn't say boy. They don't, no, I, that's not I, good. I don't. They don't like it. when I don't get it. I, I never take that as a racist thing, but it is a racist thing. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to. I don't fucking know. Hey, anyhow, fella. Um, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. All right, you practically creamed yourself over this fucking Usher halftime performance. Now, what I'm going to say about the Usher halftime performance is it was... All right. And it was okay. Yeah, he did you know ballads I mean? in the middle you know, of it. No, like it just wasn't. It wasn't that great. It was okay. Um, it was what I expected. Usher is yeah. not that guy to me. Usher, he was a great dancer. Oh, he's that guy to me. He's a great dancer, but he it, Usher was never known as a great singer. 
You know, he, he dances around. And, and he's an entertainer. He was known as he's like he's a Michael Jackson. He's an entertainer. It's fine. He, he was yeah. like a not as good Michael Jackson. I, Michael Jackson had better songs. But whatever. I understand his worth, and I understand him getting the show, and I understand why people like the show, and I don't think he did a bad job. But Ronnie's punk ass is out there saying he's the top three performer. He went Prince. Dre. Dre. And, and fucking Usher? Usher? I'd argue that fucking Lady Gaga was better than Usher. I'd definitely argue Bruno Mars was better. There's no doubt about it. Bruno Mars was fucking better. I think, I think the Timberlake Janet Jackson one was better. Uh, way back in the day, the titty? Yeah. Yeah, the titty but was the, probably better. the show was phenomenal. That was uh, Justin Timberlake. Um, you said Timberland. Um, no, I didn't. I yeah, said Timberlake. You said Timberland. Um, e- either way. The one thing I did like about the Usher, hey, Ludacris came out, fucking Her came fine. out, and fucking Lil John came out. You haven't even heard Lil John's name in a no, hundred years. It was years. fine. It was a good performance. It just wasn't top three. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Beyonce was better, I thought. Uh, Michael Jackson, if you want to go way back in the day, that was fucking huge. And as, um, as talented as she is, mm-hmm. Alicia Keys added nothing to that show. <laughs> Alicia Keys was funny because I don't know if you re-listened. I didn't catch it the first time, but I, I re-watched it. Her first note, she massacred. Did she? she was like, oh, and then went into the song and then did fine. But that first note was like, oh. But well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> like the Usher halftime show, the second half of it knocked it out of the fucking park. Right, yes. The first half when he did Ballad and we had Alicia Keys, it was more fucking down-tempo stuff. It was kind of like this. You yeah, know? it was boring as fuck. And then it, when he broke into the fucking heavy-duty shit, the yeah and all no, that I shit. No, I liked Alicia. Had. Like, when Alicia Keys started into her song, I liked that song, yeah. you know? So that that's fine. I, I dig it. It was a ballady kind of thing, but it had nothing to do with Usher. And then when she started doing the song with Usher, I'm like, well, this song sucks. I think what the halftime show is designed to do, come out here and blow these people away and make them crazy. It's hard to do when you're singing Let It Burn, in my opinion. Yeah, it just wasn't good. I, I You know, like you said, it, then it did pick up, and the, when it got with Little John and all that, it was fun. It was cool. My thing is, just fuck you. It's not top three. No. That's just all there is to it. I You get lost in the moment, I guess, and it's just not top three. Yeah. And by the way, why doesn't Jay-Z, Mr. Superstar himself, the producer, why don't he just do his own halftime show? God, do you know who he could have there out there with him? He'd have everybody. Well, that's what I mean. I think he would actually be good at it. Like, you know, do an East Coast version of what they did with Dre uh, in Cincinnati. Maybe if they ever have an East. Now, next year, they... Yeah, but then Jay-Z would bitch the next day, how come Beyonce didn't get Super Bowl halftime of the year? Yeah, that's true. But she would be part of the halftime show, I imagine, <laughs> no, without if, a if doubt. he did it. But uh, but he, if that happened, it would be Beyonce doing it, not Jay-Z doing it. Yeah, I don't know she where they get with She definitely outshines him. Um, they're running out of viable acts, in my opinion, in, in the R&B. I community. agree with you last night. You said Foo Fighters. Yeah, great Foo, halftime. Foo show. Fighters would be good, but I seriously doubt they're going to do a rock one as long as Jay Z keeps on producing. Yeah. It's going to be more, and I get it. Whatever, that's fine. I just think they're going to run out of artists if, if someone like Jay Z doesn't step up. You know, well, but, what you're going to do is you're going to have to start getting guys that were in their prime 15 years ago, like yeah. like Usher. Yeah, there's not enough new ones with that kind of fucking reputation and shit. I'll be surprised. Honestly, I'll be surprised if Taylor Swift doesn't do it in the next couple of years. I kind of would be surprised because she's already denied it a few times. I know, but I think now, I, I for some reason now, I think she's grabbing that fucking brass ring. She's she's yeah, doing but I don't, everything. I don't think the Super Bowl helps her. The yeah, well, it helps the NFL big time, you huge. know, because they'd all watch. But I mean, I don't think it, it helps her numbers. You know, she's I think gonna, it would be labeled before the Super Bowl mm-hmm. as the biggest halftime show ever. Probably right now, if she did it right this minute, because yeah. of how popular well, she is, especially if she was still dating uh, Dum Dum and he was, made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Again. Well, see, I think that's if he was there, I don't think they'd ask her. I well, think, not oh, only that, but we much. both know it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, they're not making it to the Super Bowl next year. A Bengals are. We got a fucking healthy Joe Burrow back, and he's here to kill people. Yeah, it looks like we might keep T. Higgins. Oh, we're going to franchise tag him. I thought that all along. We'll have him for another year. They're going to give him another go around. We'll see how it goes. 
right, but guys. I do like to fuck you to Ronnie Carter. Yeah, fuck you, Ronnie, dude. Redemption. You coming after Redemption us? song. Top three. Give me a break, dude. And then you're fucking creaming your pants after her. She didn't play that. No, there was, she, was she didn't have a pack on her. That was anything. annoying. I hated that shit. And I know it's not her fault. Apparently, the NFL doesn't let people play live instruments. Um, she does fucking jam on a guitar. Does, she does fucking rock. You know, she, you know she rocks. Player. She's sponsored by, like, uh, Stratocaster. She's one of only, like, 14 guitar. Yeah, she is, she is no, fucking phenomenal. She, she and I got into an argument with Brandon not long ago. He goes, black women don't play the guitar. I said, her. She's mm-hmm. one of the best out there right now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, yeah, there's her. Shut up. Well, he's right. There's not a lot of them. Well, no. There had, doesn't have to be a lot of them. One of the, the, the best be fair, female guitar player on the planet right now is her. Yeah. And to be fair, there's not a lot of white women that rock the guitar either. No. You know what I mean? That's more of a dude instrument in general. Yeah. And it's more of a white person instrument in general. Well, I guess not with blues no. and everything. I guess that goes both oh, ways. Oh, no. There's, yeah, there's been some that black guitar ways. players. Oh, well, there's fucking... obviously been. But if you're going to look at the top 50 guitar players, you know, fucking 35 to 40 of them are white. Oh, yeah. And on that you can give your reasons for that, you know, whatever. But either way, that's the bottom line. Now, yeah, doesn't mean there wasn't one thousand black guitar players that were better than the top thirty-five. And we just don't yeah, know their fucking name. Yeah, we're talking blues and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, we just know. don't know their name. But e- either way, all right. Well, that's it. Uh, we're done being for aces for the week. Um, we'll we'll get back to that next week. Yeah. <laughs> See you, fuckers. <laughs> Yeah.